WNYC would like to issue the following disclaimer. Duplicast is not an Orphan Black recap podcast. It is an Orphan Black podcast and it does contain recaps, but also very silly things. Thank you for listening and please enjoy. Emma, did you do your homework? You mean reading The Island of Dr. Moreau? Yeah. Um, here's the thing. So mm-hmm. I went to the library and the librarian yeah. was super nice and she told me where to find the book and I, I mm-hmm. went and found the book with some assistance and then um, I took the book home and I opened it and I realized I can't read. Oh. They never taught us at the convent how to read. Well, that's a that's a stickler. I didn't do it either. I just hate books. So I, I read, I watched half the movie, but then I stopped because it was too scary. I mean, who needs to read when you have such a lovely singing voice? Exactly. That's what I was doing. All instead. I don't know the words. Welcome back to Duplicast, the only Orphan Black recap podcast by clones, for clones, and other people. I'm Hannah Bingham. And I'm Emma Drexler, and today on the show we're going to discuss episode 9, season 3 of Orphan Black, Mrs. S has a secret, Donnie has a secret, and Gracie has a secret. So many secrets. And on the penultimate episode of the season. I know. So Helena is teaching Alice's daughter karate or how to gouge eyes out at the beginning yes. of the show. Same thing. That's a big karate move is gouging each other's eyes out. That's why you see so many children wandering around, mm-hmm. you know, with yellow belts. Just no eyes. Creepy Gracie kind of tamps that down. Like, you shouldn't... Oh, yeah. Yeah, she's right. You shouldn't teach children how to do that. Yeah, and Helena agrees. No, of course not. I am a mother now. I walk a different path. She walks a different path. Mm-hmm. See, I think, I mean, obviously, what's going to happen after she says that? Well, she's guaranteed. Yep, that's, that's crazy, her putting right? the bullets in her murder gun. So Donnie, meanwhile, is still recovering from his slap fight with Jason, and he's avoiding yep. Allison at all costs because he mm-hmm. doesn't want to uh, share his shame with her. Uh, Jason's yes. henchman shows up to confiscate the pills because because of this big old fight, Pouchy, the drug lord, no longer wants to work with them because Jason tattled. It's a big mess. Right. Allison is, Allison's ex-boyfriend is such a little baby boy. He gets in one little fight, and his mummy got scared. So Jason's henchman steals a tank of something. Donnie doesn't know what it is. We all know it's Helena's eggs. That she's carrying around with her like a normal normal Helena thing to do. Or like a squirrel, like she's nutting it away. Is that a verb? Yeah, just, yeah, sure. She's squirreling, squirreling it away. It away. She's squirreling yeah. it away. So Donnie eventually finds wherever they've hidden the pills, takes them off to Pouchy to give them back. Helena puts weird convent goo on his face. So Helena notices Donnie is sneaking into the house. She asks him what's the deal, puts weird convent glue, like you said, on his face. That's what they put on their faces when the nuns beat the demons out of them or whatever. Um, He tells her they took this tank. She's like, oh, no, those are my babies. So she and Donnie now go to Pouchy's hideout 
to retrieve the tank. So, obviously, Donny goes in there first. He does、uh-huh. the typical Donny thing of giving up immediately. Yeah. But he he does try and get the eggs back. But then Helena comes in dressed as Allison, barely, barely dressed as Allison, barely dressed as barely dressed as Allison. She's dressed more like a, a sick clown,、yes. and she used to be good at mimicry. She used to be good at accents. She did a spot-on impression of Beth slash Sarah in season one,、yeah. and all of a sudden, you know. Also, she needs to have that pink eye looked at. There's a lot of pink eye going on with with Elena this season. I don't think that's so, conjunctivitis. I think that's just like malnutrition. So her like、oh, her sockets are chicken and, bulging. And jello. Yeah. So she pushes Donnie out of the room and then kills everybody with the the paper cutter. To be fair, she was provoked because、mm-hmm. they threatened Allison and Donnie's children. Babies. Did you threaten babies? Allison, honey, let's go. Let's just get out of here, okay? <laughs> you should not threaten babies. Nobody threatens my babies. Yeah, and the next time we see Helena, she's covered in blood, and holding、just、that paper cutter blade, and a lot of money. Mm-hmm. Anyway, so back in Casima Land.、Mm-hmm. That's what we call it. She is finally starting to become suspicious of Shay because she read Delphine's file on her. Yeah, where there's a picture of her as a soldier. But for whom? I don't know. Who knows? She could be in the Coast Guard or National Guard or one of those yeah, guards. A, What does that mean? Soldiers, Peace Corps. But Cosima goes to Delphine because she has nowhere to turn. Yeah. Delphine, in her very French way, is just a a, a big old B. Now you come to me, and she does the the chair turn around. Ooh, she's evil now. Ooh, she got straight hair, and she's turning her chair around. Now you come to me because now you believe your girlfriend is a mold for Castor. So Delphine turns up at Shay's place with a razor blade, and a bunch of soldiers. Yeah, that was really creepy. I really、yeah. thought I really thought she was going to kill Shay. Of course, Cosima、so、saves her at the last minute, but. Because Casima、uh, figures out that it wasn't Shay at all; it was Gracie. Because Gracie gives her a call to say, "I'm sorry," and、yeah. she's leaving. Castor told Gracie that she could be with Mark, and apparently she still loves him. And all throughout the episode, Gracie's hinting, "Like I have to go to the doctor. I have this doctor's appointment." Really,、mm-hmm. what she's doing is meeting up with the Castor people and reuniting、right. with Mark. Uh, so Shay is still alive, but still, I think a little bit suspicious. Maybe we'll see in the last episode. Let's not forget、yeah. to mention Doctor Cody and Scarface clone in the bunker. Oh yeah, because he's starting to glitch. How long do I have? Our best cryptographers are working to crack the Duncan code. We'll find the original caster. So Scarface clone is glitching. Uh oh! Everybody is after this original caster clone. I know because Mrs.、Like, S. Felix, Sarah, they're all already in England. Yeah, it's like Cabbage Patch Kids in 1990. Yeah, desperate mothers rushing in to、Through、a Walmart. Walmart. Yeah, so we're in jolly old <laughs> England,、uh, which yes, is pip pip your whole deal, right? So, oh yes, what's with all the English stuff? What is jellied eel? You know, you take an eel and you put it in some jelly. And then sometimes you put it in a pie. It's a London thing. Sounds disgusting. It is. It's very bad. 
So Mrs. S, Felix, Sarah, they meet up with this really cool accented man named Terrence, Mrs.、Mm-hmm. S's old buddy. Oh yes. He discovers that some of the code that Rachel decoded is a prison number or serial number of some kind. He refers、yeah. to the caster original as a guest of Her Majesty. Is that a thing? Oh yes, absolutely. The Queen welcomes every prisoner into the prison as as they go in. It's it's a very old tradition. She's very busy. The Queen does she give them little gifts? Well, you know, just like the regular prison gift, like a toothbrush and a prison uniform, very thin pillow, that kind of thing. Okay, good to know. After a madcap series of adventures in which Terence is killed and Siobhan sings a song to with her old band buddies. They end up finding the home of what they assume is the original caster clone.、Mm-hmm. Sarah, as usual, disregards Mrs. S's advice, calls a guy on Terry's phone. Terry dead, by the way, or、um, yeah, dead. he's dead. Sarah gets his phone, calls this guy. He picks her up. She claimed to be Mrs. S. He knows she's not her because he's her old friend. Takes her to the caster's home. Sarah sneaks around. A lady with a knife nearly jumps her. Mrs. S comes in to save the day. This is Mrs. S's mom. What? That's crazy. No, but that's not the craziest thing that happens because not at all. Uh、uh-uh. uh. Yeah, because it turns out that Mrs. S's mom is not only Leader, she is caster because she absorbed a male twin in the womb, so she has two cell lines. And she doesn't even look like Sarah or any of the sister clones. What's going on? I'll give her that she is the original of all the casters because she's not. You know, her absorbed twin doesn't look like anything. Right. But let's see how they explain that. Ooh, the season finale is coming up.、Mm-hmm. I'm very excited. Very excited. I hope Rachel comes back. Oh my goodness! Love me some Rachel. After the break, we're going to have a frank and open discussion, hopefully, with Dr. Carmen Blade, the head of the institute that constructed us. So we are very excited to have our guest on today, Carmen Blade, head of the Admus Corporation, the one that sponsored our creation,、uh, mm-hmm. a, pro- a project called Moros. Yes, it's、uh, very ominous sounding. I think Moros. I find it quite、yes. beautiful. Slavic, is that right? You don't know that much about your own corporation, do you, Miss Blade? I try to not get involved too much. You know, I let other people sort of a puppeteer, and you puppet everyone, and they know the things, and you sort of just run the thing. Does that make sense? I think so. Good. Sure. So we so are. So the your... puppet is the intelligent one, and actually the human. Is, yes, it's just a, a、yes. body with a hand. Exactly. The puppet is the brain, and the human is the hand. You've got it. So, Miss Blade, you、uh-huh. came on today to discuss. I just sort of wanted to clear the air. A lot of people think what I'm doing is evil. I've been called satanic. Yes. Well, there was that home、mm. they discovered、mm-hmm. with the、mm-hmm. uh, donor clones.、Mm-hmm. 
we've just been experimented on, and we exactly. we're fine with that. But there yeah. was some controversy about mm-hmm. those poor souls that were donating like livers and kidneys and mm-hmm. things like that. I personally, I don't have a problem with that. Have you partaken of the clone organ donation program? Do I have any clone organs in me? Uh, or hair. I, it doesn't have to be an organ per se, just tissue. Yes, the point is I'm riddled. I'm full of clone stuff. You look great. Thank you. Yeah, you I'm hardly anything. Fresh. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Basically nothing about me is original, and I'm proud of that. So if somebody asked you on the street, mm-hmm. uh, you're gorgeous. Yes. What is your secret? Uh-huh. This happened today. And I turned to them and I said, clones, get into it. So I, I know this is generally a rude question, but sure. I hope you don't mind me asking, how old actually are you? That's not a rude question. I believe we need to be um, less ageist. That's very progressive. Yes. I'm 182 years old. Wow. Oh my goodness. Yes. I believe you're older than Dr. Brian Chair, mm-hmm. your chief genetic. Much older. Yeah. Yes. Wow. Much older than Brian. We call him Bry. Have you visited his island? Mm hmm. Yes. Yes. I've lunched there. Are the I... dogmen cute or <laughs> terrifying? The dogmen get a bad rap, and I find them to be quite cuddly. Uh, you just have to be alpha with them. Again, it's a puppeteer sort of lifestyle. You have to be above them and put them in their place, and then the dogmen are they're charming. They're charming. Um, they sing. You know, they sing. Very beautifully, and that's something they don't get an opportunity to do a lot. It's funny because us clones, we all sing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, Hannah, yeah. she scats. Skibbity bop zoop ba da Oh, I'm so proud of my clones. Listen to that scatting. That was gorgeous. I've been working on it a lot. Mm. I've, I've been wondering, um, mm-hmm. aside from some of our uh, regenerability, if I may call it that, the idea that if you take some of our skin, for instance, to help mm-hmm. a mer- burn victim, right. uh, it grows back faster than a regular human. Mm-hmm. Right. Where We're they're... like the ultimate universal donors. Yes. We all have O negative Good. blood. And I guess my question is, what other little Easter eggs were we coated with uh-huh. that we haven't discovered yet? Because okay. well, you know, none of that's public. Great. Yeah. Well, you discovered the singing which is good. That was an Easter egg for sure. We can all do impressions of each other. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that was fun. That's back when we were, um, we had this really fun stand-up. We were sort of, um, he was on the board for a while and he was like, they need to be able to do impressions and we listened to Oh, you had a comedian on your genetics (laughs) board? Yeah, yeah, on the genetics board. Uh, On the panel of experts when we were all tossing out, what can they do? Someone, oh, grow skin fast. Someone, oh, why don't they sing? Someone's like, they need to have a tight eight to ten minutes and be able to do impressions. So we put that in. May I ask which stand-up this was? (laughs) It was Carrot Top. Uh, That explains so much (laughs) about his face. It's so fresh and new looking. Definitely fresh, yes. Um, Another Easter egg is that your eyelashes, once plucked, can be fashioned into very thick rope. But you just have to braid them all together. I guess that could be with anyone, but particularly you. That would you take cool. a lot of eyelashes, wouldn't it? <laughs> right, but you guys can grow them back. Is the thing. Oh, so if I needed to escape, yes, a, a nasty, sticky situation, mm-hmm. I could just braid my eyelashes. Mm-hmm. Just keep plucking and braiding them. Yeah, don't do sheets. Do your eyelashes. They'll expect it, the sheets. That must mean our fingers are very dexterous. Yes, it, you do have dexterous fingers, like little mice. We had a mouse on the board as well, and he insisted on dexterous fingers. What was the mouse called? 
What was the mouse called? Pippin. Yeah. That was his name, Pippin. Pippin. Mm-hmm. Was there oh. a uh, musical theater expert on your panel as yeah, well? Yeah, um, Patty Lapone, and she's the one who wanted you all to sing, and so um, we gave you oh, the I'm gift of song. Oh, I'm such a big fan of Patty Lapone. Yes, yes, me too, me too. You is know, she I as difficult she was... as they say she is? You know, I believe as an actress she's difficult, but on a clone board she was divine. She really was divine to work with. Well, you know, she understands what it's like being an underdog. It's like when she was fired from Sunset Boulevard Mm -hmm. when it moved from London to New York. I mean, she must really understand what it's like to feel like a second-class citizen. Exactly, to be beneath Glenn Close, of all people. I heard she has her own clones, just for organs. Yes, all of us that were on the board have our own clones. So if somebody (laughs) wanted to get a clone line of themselves, Mm -hmm. how would they go about doing that? Okay, well, we still do snail mail, so you can write it in, uh, put a stamp. You just sort of, you address a letter to cloneboard.com. It's confusing. That's our address, but it's our actual address. It's our street address, not our web Com as in communications Mm -hmm. and dot being one of the names of the people on the board. Yeah, Yeah, dot. Oh, she's fun. She insisted that you could all bake. And that's why you all uh, have baking powers. I make a killer brownie. Mm-hmm. That's delicious. dot. That's dot. Um, yes. Yeah, so you just snail mail in any requests, and uh, and then you know we have a secretary. It it, it takes time. You Is know, it we- an expensive? endeavor if you want to get your own clone line do you have to you know be a coke brother or something it is i i regret to say it is it is incredibly expensive um it's for the elite sorry and would you uh consider ever almost giving like a clone scholarship to somebody say like an academic genius who for whatever reason had chosen not to go on a financial path you know that's fun I like that. I, and we got a bad, we have a bad reputation. So I think we will, I think we're going to institute that. A clone oh. scholarship for someone exceptional who is poor, but happens to randomly be exceptional as well. We'll give them a scholarship, clone them up, get a whole line of clones on them. I love wow, that. I feel like I've really changed the world today. I think you have. And I feel like oh. we got to know, you know, the heart Yes. Of the heart of and a heartless the puppeteer's corporation. Hand. Yeah. Yeah. The heart and the hands, the most important part. Carmen, may I call you Carmen? Yeah. Well, you know what? Call me Car. Oh. Well, Car, thank you so much for coming in. Yeah. This well, was great. See, of course. Who says corporations aren't people? Hey? Exactly. May I suggest a logo design for your company? <gasps> okay. We're taking suggestions. I love it. A clawed hand <laughs> squeezing a heart. Oh, that's powerful, dynamic. I love it. Right now we just have a big C for corporation, but I think we'll change that. This episode of Duplicast was written and performed by Anna Rubinova and Siobhan Thompson, with special guest Aaron Jackson. It was produced by Jen Poyant, Caitlin Thompson, and Paula Schumann, with production help from Ethan Cheel and Caitlin Pierce. Our musical theme was composed by Jay Cowett, who uses butter as hand lotion. Stinky.